Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Um, we are, listen, we're going to move on because we often talk about the importance of being healthy, eating healthy, um, exercising. We talk about all these things, especially when we have discussions around cancer. And we have had, we've spoken about this dash, this incredible best professional health and nutrition book. Uh, this, 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 this wonderful book that the sixth edition has been, um, recognized around the world and they've received all sorts of awards. We'll be talking about it again today. I have Helene Mayer, who is a food consultant and author, and we're chatting about Pharma Dynamics sixth cooking from the heart recipe book and also the award that they won. So Helene, welcome and thank you so much for joining us. Good afternoon, Nikki. Thank you very much. It's wonderful to talk to you. Wow. So, I mean, this is the sixth edition um, because we, we like to cover this because of the benefit of this this cooking um, from the heart recipe book, which originally started, um, you know, just for looking at heart, heart health. But um, six editions later, it's helping people in, in so many other areas, uh, all chronic illness. Um, and and you received an award as well. Um, tell us a little bit more about that. Well, the, as you rightly say, it's the sixth book, sixth book in a, sure, that's a difficult word, in a series. <laughs> um, and they all focus on, they all have the focus to try and encourage people to eat and live healthier in an affordable way and with everyday ingredients. So often the association is made when you talk about healthy eating, the word diet comes into the picture, and then people step back and say, uh-uh, not for me. It's going to be bland or boring. It's going to be expensive. Not for me. I, I can't do it. We want to show people that it is possible by making good choices with everyday ingredients, maybe choosing a natural way of seasoning food, applying a good cooking method to really enhance the flavor of a dish so that you can enjoy it and in the process benefit your own health and that of your families. So that's the focus of the series of books. It's all called Cooking from the Heart, and they each have a different focus for each of the books. The award that we won is an international award um, run by a company that the award is named the Gourmand Cookbook Award, and they have a multitude of categories in which they then select first books in each country that entered in that category, and then they select the winner from those um, shortlisted books. And we were very happy to hear that in the professional or corporate um, category for health, Dash the Dash edition was selected as the winner. So it has been given some international recognition, which is absolutely wonderful. And the other thing that makes these books different is that because Pharmadynamics can't sell the recipe books, they make them available free of charge on their website. So anyone can download the recipe books in a PDF format and have it printed or just look at the ones, the recipes that's particularly relevant for you or that you want to sort of try. You can print them individually. You can print the whole PDF if you want to. And there's also a lot of other information in the books that explains the philosophy or the lifestyle changes that you can make in a very practical and hands-on way. Fantastic. So the sixth one is the Dash edition. And is this one um, uh, focusing on hypertension? Am I correct? That's correct. That's okay. correct. Yeah. So, and so what, 
Yes. No, Carry no, no. On. You ask your question. Now, I was going to say, what in a nutshell would you say is hypertension? Well, we as non-medical <laughs> people know it as high blood pressure. Yeah, just high um, blood pressure, right? Yeah, something which a lot of people suffer from without even knowing about it. Um, sometimes people will have high blood pressure, but they don't even have any symptoms until they obviously have an incident with, um, you know, a heart condition or even a stroke of some sort, all related to high blood pressure. And the DASH lifestyle helps people to not just avoid salt, which is the one thing that most people associate with a high blood pressure. So by reducing your salt, you will sort of better the level of your blood pressure. But by eating the DASH way, that encourages you to include a whole range of natural fresh ingredients, which in particular focuses on three micronutrients. And they are potassium, magnesium, and calcium. And by reducing your salt, but also increasing those micronutrients, they have found that the combined effort of those two aspects makes a huge difference in your blood pressure levels. DASH is the acronym for dietary approaches to stop hypertension. And it is a international concept. And we just made it into a handy sort of guide for people to say, okay, you know, you need to include these micro and micronutrients. These are the ingredients that are typically high in these. And here's a bunch of recipes where you can cook them in a healthy way so that you can benefit from the um, sort of characteristics. Okay, fantastic. So we know that eating foods rich in protein is important. Fiber is important, and you're focusing on with this dash the micronutrients, potassium, magnesium, and calcium. So let's talk a little, a little bit more about potassium, magnesium, and calcium. What it is that they, it does and why it's important for our health and where we, um, extract that from what foods. And of course, it's all here in the, in the delicious book. But, um, let's, let's just first talk about, um, yeah, let's first talk about magnesium. Okay, uh, most people um, wouldn't even know that the foods that they eat contain magnesium. So you do consume it in a number of ways. Some of the popular everyday foods that includes that is things like nuts and seeds, oily fish, green vegetables like broccoli, spinach, those sort of things. And magnesium is very important for um, some of the in the metabolistic. Um, functions that need to take place in your body to help your heart and especially the heart muscle to contract. Mm -hmm. So you need that. And it also then obviously when you talk about the muscle around your heart, it also involves your blood pressure. So you need to have enough of that in your body so that those functions can actually take place naturally. And what's very important is, and that's true for any healthy way of eating, Balance is crucial. You cannot overdose on one thing and think because it's good for me, it's going to be just beneficial. So one term or phrase that we refer to regularly with cooking from the heart is to eat the rainbow. So by eating a variety of colors from different foods, you incorporate those 
elements into your meals in a variety of ways, whether it's through nuts and seeds or oats or lentils and beans or fresh ingredients. You need to have all the elements on your plate. You can't just live off spinach just because it's high in magnesium. And it's often a problem when people start looking at a so-called diet that they tend to focus on one thing because they heard that it's healthy, but in the end, they forget that there's other things that they should also include. But magnesium, definitely very important for your heart and for blood pressure. Okay, fantastic. And so you're saying look at the rainbow, make your food as colorful as possible. Let's just talk a little bit about potassium. Um, I know how important potassium is and I know, you know, especially with, with, with cramps and muscles. Well, how, yeah. why else is potassium important? And obviously for hypertension, why else is, is it important? It helps to activate the nerve that regulates muscle, muscle contractions, which again mm-hmm. is obviously important for your heartbeat and that message from your brain to your heart to say, keep pumping, please, at a, at the rhythm that it should. Yeah. So, um, and also for a lot of normal functions of the cells in your body, as I said earlier, balance is very important. So what happens in your brain affects the rest of your body and what happens in your gut affects your, the rest of your system. So you need to, you can't just focus on one thing. You have to keep your whole body healthy and potassium plays a very important role in that. Thank you very much. And I mean, I'm looking at the pictures from the book and I'm looking at, as you've rightly said, instead of just focusing on, I need magnesium, let me just eat this. I see that a lot of foods like potassium and magnesium, you find potassium and magnesium in a lot of the shared foods, the bananas, yes. the almonds, um, avocado, um, tuna. I see there's a, there are a lot of similarities there uh, uh, that yes. they cross over. Okay. Let's talk quickly to calcium. Yes, I mean, everybody associates calcium with bone density and teeth and, and healthy sort of um, skin and that. But it's a very important micronutrient to prevent blood clotting. So, and again, for your heart rhythm, that's very important. And it can improve your cholesterol levels. So it's, again, cholesterol, heart, blood pressure, all those things tie in together. You may not have high blood pressure, but you may have another underlying issue that can cause a stroke or can cause a heart attack, like cholesterol, for instance. A lot of people have very high cholesterol. They're not even aware of it. And then they have a medical incident because of that. And they could have prevented that possibly, not all of it, but often, and especially in South Africa, many, many, many of the lifestyle diseases that we have is dietary related. Um, so if you can make a difference by eating healthier, you can improve not just your blood pressure, but also a lot of other conditions that you may have. Mm, thank you so much. We're going to take a quick break. Um, we'll carry on chatting. I want to talk about smoothies after the break. IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. Thank you so much for staying with us. We're talking food, food, glorious food. Um, but very importantly, you know, what, what are you eating and are you eating the right food? And does eating the right food mean it's going to be bland and boring or can you really eat delicious food and get all these micronutrients that we've been talking about, which are really, really good in supporting, um, the body and for hypertension? 
Um, well, uh, Helene Mayer, who is a food consultant and author and who's talking about Pharma Dynamics' sixth cooking book from the heart, uh, it's called Cooking from the Heart Recipe Book, um, says absolutely, you can eat well, you can eat, get all your, all your micronutrients, all the right food, and it can be delicious at the same time. So, Helene, I want to, before we talk about the smoothies, I want to talk about um, the fact that we do live in a culture where um, we can go onto an app on our phones and we can order food or we can go into through a drive-through and the food is becoming more and more expensive and this and fast food is well in, in comparison it could be relatively cheap um what do you have to say about that Helene fighting this kind of battle against these quick um yeah these fast foods which are pretty delicious fill you up very quickly but I'm sure very little nutritional value. Yeah, Nikki, that is a huge problem. And I often find that um, a lack of planning is often the reason why people resort to just stopping at a takeaway or a convenience store and just purchase whatever is needed. So whether you work at home or in an office or whether you need to pack a lunchbox for a kid for school, a little bit of a little bit of planning goes a long way. Um, even if you use whatever you made for supper and make a little bit extra so that you can take that with or plan once a week, what are the meals we're going to have for the week and at least take out of the freezer what you need, then you don't come home at six after a day's work and now you need to think of supper because then you do resort to a convenient or a pre-prepared meal, which often contains way more salt, sugar, refined starches, and preservatives than what most people realize. Yeah, I think it's an ongoing battle, right? Because uh, <laughs> life is just getting busier and busier, and now planning the food, as you say, it's just so much easier. But if we're looking at uh, optimizing our health and we want to feel energized and we want to, um, yeah, have a good, better quality life, then we've got to be very um, aware, very conscious of the food that we eat. So let's talk about smoothies. Um, smoothies are big, and you cover smoothies quite a bit in this book. Um, do you think, I mean, I, I'm a person, I love chewing. You know, I like tasting the food. I almost feel like a smoothie is like stopping me from really getting to enjoy everything. Are they, what are the benefits of, of, of making smoothies rather than, yeah, eating everything individually? Well, it's a very good point, and I agree with you. There's a big point of or a big level of satisfaction after eating lies in the chewing process. <laughs> but I often hear that moms would say, oh, I've got a picky eater, and the only way I can get this or that into their systems is, is by hiding it. And then often a smoothie is one option. So a smoothie in itself is not necessarily a bad idea, but you need to think of especially two things. Take note of how much goes into that smoothie and look at the volume and think, would I have eaten all of this if it was on my plate? So you can be caught in a situation where you eat way more than what yeah. you actually think because you are drinking it. And because you drink it, your system digest it much easier because you've done half the work for your tummy already by blending it into a pulp. Um, and it is delicious. I'm not saying it's not something that's enjoyable, but bear that in mind that 
it will digest faster, so you could feel hungry quite soon or sooner than expected. So one way of making sure that the smoothie stays nutritious is to include enough fiber in it and or a protein. So you'll see in some of the smoothies in the book, we try and incorporate things like avocado or nuts or oats or even seeds, all in an attempt to try and make that smoothie as filling as possible. So when you do eat just a small portion of it, you still get a lot of nutritional value from the ingredients and everything is natural and fresh. Even something like um, a juice that you add to a smoothie. Yes, it may taste very nice, but it does contain a lot of sugar. So we would rather recommend that you add something like rooibos tea, which also gives you flavor, but it doesn't include sugar. So I'm talking plain, just cold, cool down rooibos tea. Or by including something like fresh ginger or ground cinnamon into a smoothie, obviously combined with the other elements that makes a good flavor combination, you include things that gives flavor and taste, but also that can can fill you up. Like I said, the oats or half a banana, not just, um, you know, a lot of um, carrot, for instance, that has got quite a lot of carbs in it. Yes, there's nutritional value in the carrot as well, but by making a combination of things, you do make it filling and something that is more sort of longer lasting in terms of your energy levels than, than a smoothie that you maybe buy or a yogurt-based thing that just has a little bit of fruit in it and it's mainly yogurt. That's not going to make you feel as full as something that it contains nuts or the fat from an avocado or seeds as well. Hmm. Okay. So when you talk about adding a protein into a smoothie, what, what would yes. that be? So a nut, would you, a nut and an avocado, those are fats, right? And those are good fats. Yes. But nuts also contain protein. Um, people who eat a lot of smoothies will sometimes buy a protein powder of some sort to include. But again, mm. one needs to be aware that what you add, if you buy a pre-prepared protein powder, make sure that it is as natural as possible. But you can include protein, for instance, with um, sunflower seeds or sesame seeds, even the fats from those pr- products, those ingredients will also make you feel fuller for longer and those are typically the healthy fats so you will again try and include something that has not just the fat but also the good aspects like the fiber from a a sunflower seed or um, pumpkin seeds has got a lot of antioxidants in them as well so not just the fat or not just the protein but something else that can Fill you up, but also provide nutrition. Peanut butter is another thing that a lot of people love in a smoothie, and that will also contain some protein um, and obviously a lot of flavor and healthy fat. As long as you use a, a peanut butter that doesn't have added salt and sugar to it, it's even better for you. Wow. So, I mean, it's it's quite overwhelming when you hear this. I mean, this is good for you and that, which is why, which is the purpose of this this book, right? Um, yes. you Because you've put all of these delicious recipes together and at the same time, you're getting all the nutrients, you're getting everything that your body needs. Yes. And I think the main sort of focus for us is to keep it as natural and fresh as possible. So yeah. nothing is pre-prepared. 
I'm not talking about a tin of tomatoes or a little bit of soy sauce for a, for a seasoning, but that's very seldom that we would use that. We will focus on, I'm talking seasonings like soy sauce, but we won't use lots of mayonnaise or chutney or things like that, or even pre-prepared sauces or cooking sauces. We'll combine ingredients that you get that flavor, but you make it yourself. Fantastic. We're going to take a quick break. And then after the break, the last question, because uh, I was very interested to see that a great substitute for salt is lemon. So yes. we'll talk about that yeah. after the break. Stay with us. <laughs> Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Welcome back to the show. Helene Mayer is our guest. She's a food consultant and author. And we're talking about Pharma Dynamics' sixth cooking from the heart recipe book. They won an award. It is the Dash edition. It's all around hypertension. And the aim is um, really to encourage eating healthy, eating delicious, um, but most of all eating natural. And so there is this wonderful recipe book with lots of delicious things. And one would think if this is a book focused on hypertension that there would be no sodium in the food. And that for me could be a little bit bland. But uh, apparently it's not bland at all, certainly not if you add lemon. What's that all about, Aline? <laughs> yeah, that's quite a surprise often for people. Um we do talk about, as you said before the break, lemon is the new salt. That is our sort of second payoff line to the uh, series of recipe books, and it's become absolutely synonymous with cooking from the heart. A lot of people don't even realize that, but I encourage everyone that asks me about that to go and try it with something as basic as butternut, for instance. If you've boiled butternut just in a little bit of water, no salt added, put it on the table, Try it without the salt and then you add a little squirt of lemon juice to the butternut and just see the difference that that makes. And once you've experienced that, it becomes very easy to make lemon your salt before you add the white granules or the pink granules to your food. Now, there are ingredients like rice or pasta that you do need salt in. But mm. for instance, in one of our recipe books, we have a lemony rice, we call it, and we use literally half the amount of salt that you would typically use to boil a cup of rice with two or three thick strips of lemon rind that you make with a potato peeler. And you add that to the water and the flavor it brings to the rice is so fragrant and enjoyable that you honestly don't miss the salt. I think salt is one of those tastes similar to sweet or um, sugary tastes that people get accustomed to without realizing. And the more salt you eat, the more salt you want to eat. So if you sort of switch that phrase frame of mind and start saying to yourself, let me focus on how much salt do I add typically while cooking. That's in my ingredients that I use already, mostly pre-prepared stuff or at the table. It's Quite frightening sometimes, the amount of salt that we add to our food. So even if you can just substitute one of those sauces with lemon juice while you cook or at the table, it will make a difference to the amount of salt that you consume within a day. Um, okay, so I'm going to try that. Yeah, and, and, and what's so fantastic about lemon is that you can use the juice and the rind equally successfully in food. 
when we make a marinade or a salad dressing, we'll use some of the rind and the juice. If you roast chicken, even a whole chicken, just putting half a lemon in the cavity and squirting some of the juice over the meat before you roast or fry or cook or whatever you're going to do with it, you know, prepare it. It does add quite a lot of flavor. The other thing that I like about lemon is that it combines so well with many, many, many of the seasonings that we have available. Herbs, spices, ginger, chili. It's the the list is endless. And lemon is sort of the core of all of those flavor profiles that you can add to food. So it's a fantastic ingredient to always have on your shopping list. Fantastic, Helene. Thank you. I think a whole lot of people are going to be trying um, adding uh, lemon as a substitute. Listen, it's been wonderful having you on the show. Thank you so much. Um, as far as I know, people can d- download for free um, this um, cookery book at yes. mydynamics.co.za. Is that correct? That's correct. And you can just search for the Cooking from the Heart section on the website and there's a drop-down menu on that page with the Cooking from the Heart recipes where you can select the book that you want. And then if you scroll to the bottom of the page, there's a, a button where you can download the full PDF or you can go to the recipe section and find a recipe that you're looking for. Thanks, Celine. Thank you so much for coming on to the show. It's been great having you. It's a you. pleasure. It was lovely to Thank chat you. to you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, I, I hope that you got a lot out of that um, with the magnesium, potassium, calcium, and reducing salt and replacing it with lemon. Delicious and wonderful. We started off um, talking to um, Tom at uh, Liberty Life, and we spoke about the incredible role that Liberty has played in supporting always the DL link, that we are able to do what we do because of the generosity of Liberty. Well, we'd like to wish Hazel Lerman a very, very, very happy birthday. Um, she is a division exec at Liberty and she is a great volunteer um, at the DL Links. So she is a, a really good friend of the DL Links and she also ran in the Jerusalem Marathon. So Hazel, on behalf of the entire DL Link team and everybody that you've touched through your generosity and kind spirit, we wish you a very very happy birthday and hope it's a very special one. Well, I hope you've enjoyed the show. Remember, you can get the podcast on the Chai FM website. From me, Nikki Seberini, until next week, do take care and goodbye.